we all want to be happier. But how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, beautiful friend. How are you doing? It has been a wild week, that is for sure. I hope that you have taken a little bit of time to check in with yourself and just see whatever it is that you need just taking care of yourself. Last week, I celebrated one year of recording the Positively Real podcast, and it was so fun reflecting on that journey. I can't believe that it's already been a year. I remember being so incredibly nervous to put out my first episode, and it's starting to get a little bit easier. Uh, It's going to be really awesome in a couple of years to look back and listen to those reflections and see how far I've come. And honestly, I suggest that for anything that you're interested in. It's always so fun to look back, even though it can be really cringy, but it's also a great way to recognize progress and growth because sometimes, not sometimes, a lot of the times (laughs) progress is invisible. So when you have a trail of that, it's really awesome to experience it. So today is November 10th, and that means tomorrow is November 11th. And November 11th is an incredibly special day for me. Not only is it my second wedding anniversary, but it also marks my first date with Brian. So basically, five years ago, tomorrow, my life forever changed. I mean, 1111 is pretty awesome. It's the sign of synchronicity. So something was going on in the universe to really align Brian and I to meet because we were meant to go on that date that night. I have moments where I have to pinch myself because I still can't believe where I'm at. (laughs) I am living a life that five years ago, I definitely wouldn't have even dreamed of. I didn't think I would be married. I didn't think I'd want a family. I didn't think I'd own a business. Yet, here we are. The truth is, I didn't think much about my future because I didn't think much about myself. I really had a big struggle with self-confidence, self-esteem, but ultimately, it was about self-love. So today's episode, I want to share with you how to love yourself first before you truly love someone else. Now, I know this is a bumper sticker. I know we hear it all the time and it can be cliche, but man, I have experienced this statement firsthand and I thought I would share with you. So Before I was with Brian, I was in a lot of other relationships and there were a lot of them were long-term and I thought I knew what love was and I was wrong. I thought love was just a word, threw around kind of reckless. And as it turns out, love is a verb and it requires action. And I just didn't know what love was looking back because really, how could I know what love was if I didn't? 
love myself and I wasn't taking care of myself. I was in relationship after relationship, hoping for a different outcome. And it turns out that um, I was the common thread. So of course things weren't going to change because I (laughs) was the problem, which means I also was the solution. I was waiting around for someone to love me because I didn't love me. (laughs) And it was like, okay, just if I'm with this person and they love me, hopefully I, that will take care of everything else. And I totally missed the point that the person that I needed to love was myself first. I was so desperate to be loved. And I thought that a romantic relationship was going to fix that. And I thought that that was how I defined my self-worth. So it took the same cycle with different relationships that I managed to sabotage every single time, literally every relationship I've been in, I have sabotaged when I was happy. And I didn't know that I was in this vicious cycle, but I didn't, you know, looking back, I realized that the relationship that I needed to be working on was the relationship with myself. I was so afraid of being alone. Like that's why I was just in relationship after relationship. So I stayed in relationships for a long time, even once they fizzled out. And when one ended, I would start another one. And the interesting thing was like, I was so afraid of being alone, but the truth was I still was alone. No matter what I did, I still felt this emptiness and I was hoping that someone would fill and boy, was I wrong? I mean, I love the movie Jerry Maguire and the scene with the sign that says you complete me. Super great for movies, but (laughs) that is not quite what relationships are for. No other person can complete you. And that's what I've learned. Like the only person that can make myself whole was myself. And I had to learn that the hard way, which resulted in a lot of heartbreak, a lot of tears, and a lot of poor choices. So I knew something had to change because if I kept sabotaging my happiness, I was actually going to be alone forever. And the ironic thing was, (laughs) because I was so afraid of being alone, I decided I need to be alone. Like I actually do not need to be in a relationship or be talking to someone or whatever. And It is so amazing. As soon as I made that choice, things completely started to shift for me. I stopped seeking my self-worth in another person and I turned my focus inward and the vicious cycle stopped. Like it was just that change. I just changed the course of my relationship. I stopped looking for someone to complete me and I just focused on doing activities that included taking care of myself. I wanted to love myself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, so I could share my true self with another person. And would you believe it? That's exactly what happened. The moment I shifted my focus on loving myself and taking care of myself, I met Brian. And the timing felt so quick that I was actually resistant to go on a date because I had found my self-love groove. But something told me I should go, and it was a Wednesday night, so I begrudgingly went to meet 
a guy that I met at a Halloween party who was dressed as a ski bum with a mullet and a shot ski at a bar, Rusty Spur, on a Wednesday night. I didn't even wash my hair. I honestly didn't think that I was going to be there for very long. It's like, okay, I'll just go get a drink. Needless to say, the night went fantastic, and we have literally been together ever since. (laughs) It was the best choice I ever made. It was so wild. Like I stopped looking for someone to fix me. And instead, I found someone that challenges me and enhances me and loves me unconditionally. And I realized that Brian loves me unconditionally because I love myself unconditionally. And it allows me to show up as my true self. There are certain things about me that I thought would turn him away, make him want to run far. And he actually loved those things about me. And I was shocked. I was like, holy shit, I can just be myself and not have to hide anymore. It's awesome. It's badass. Now, telling the story makes it seem like it's a lot easier than it is because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to love yourself because it requires loving all of yourself as you are. And it requires a lot of awareness of areas of your life that you're not maybe super proud of or super excited by. So the thing about it is it's not like I have mastered this self-love practice. It's something I have to do every single day. And I'm taking that back. I don't have to do it. I choose to do it because I know that when I take care of myself and I love myself and my thoughts about myself are kind, I can show up and love Brian the way that he deserves. So self-care and self-love are totally different things, right? Like if you're just taking care of yourself, but you're still having bad thoughts about yourself or negative thoughts about yourself, it doesn't matter how many bubble baths or facials or or manicures you get. It's still not going to have you love yourself fully. And self-love is really self-acceptance. So taking care of myself is a top priority because I know that when I take care of myself mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, I can love bigger than the day before. So I share a little bit of my story with you because I realize that the most important relationship you will ever have in your life is the one you have with yourself. And even if you're in a relationship, it's always good to check in. It's like, how are you treating yourself? How are you talking to yourself? Because chances are the way that you talk to yourself either helps you show up for your partner or takes you away from showing up for your partner. So I want to talk about that relationship because the relationship with yourself should be always the top priority. And I say that because, I mean, that's, I subscribe to that and I have experienced the benefit of that shaping the relationship with myself. So let's talk about that relationship with yourself. So the relationship you have with yourself is solely based off of your thoughts about you. So take a moment here. Let's just take a beat, take a pause. What do you think about yourself regularly? What kind of thoughts do you have about yourself regularly? Are they kind? Are they supportive? Could they be a little bit more loving? This isn't a time to judge yourself. It's just be aware. How do you talk to yourself? How do you talk about yourself? So I want to fill you in on a little secret that I didn't know, but the secret is 
you, yes, you listening to this right now, you are a hundred percent lovable. There's nothing you can do to be more worthy of love. Your beingness, your wholeness, just being alive means you're lovable. Isn't that great news? So you don't have to like do more, be more, do all these things to be loved because like just who you are, you're a hundred percent lovable. So if you don't love yourself, it's a complete reflection of the choice not to love yourself because you can choose your thoughts. So how you treat yourself reflects from your thoughts about yourself. So just check in again, no judgment, just notice what kind of thoughts do you have? So in order to have an amazing relationship with yourself, all you have to do is simply commit to thinking awesome thoughts about you. So it seems super easy, right? You're like, okay, cool. Just got to commit to having awesome thoughts about myself. So why is it so hard? That is a great question. So the reason why it's so hard to just simply commit to thinking awesome thoughts, because our brains are conditioned, we're programmed to look for the bad and to judge. We spend so much of our brain's energy judging ourselves that we have very little energy to love ourselves on purpose. This is unconscious and it's really tricky to break. Unconscious habits are the hardest ones because they're so sneaky and they lurk in the shadows. The truth is our society doesn't support self-love very much. So I just want you to take a step back and listen to this, okay? Just take a moment because I want you to realize how amazing you are. Seriously, say it out loud. Stream it from the mountaintops. I am amazing. Say it. It probably feels weird. It's not bragging. You are amazing. You can't be any more amazing than you are in this moment. The truth is we're all amazing and we should spend way more time talking about how amazing we are and less time talking about how we're not. Like seriously, people, we're just always talking bad about ourselves. We would never do that to like our close friends that we love dearly, right? I mean, I hope not. So why do we do that with ourselves? Right? So this is so important because that relationship, you can strengthen the relationship with your partner if you have one by shifting the relationship with yourself. And if you don't have a partner, that's awesome. What a great place to be because if you shift your focus to really having a strong relationship with yourself, you will be amazed at what happens. When you treat yourself well, you show others how you want to be treated. It took me quite a few relationships along the way to help me realize all of this. I had no idea that I really needed to work on the relationship with myself before I could love anyone else. If you're in a position where you are single and you are looking for a partner, I applaud you for being brave and just allowing yourself to be with yourself and work on that relationship with yourself. Right now, it might be just the time to breathe and connect more within. As you love yourself, you will realize what you deserve and you'll create your own sense and definition of 
love. I think that we, I think there's a person out there for everyone. I do. I think there is a partner, a match, and we just have to respect the timing of our life. And there isn't anything wrong if someone else in your life is in a different place. Like just understand that where you're at right now is where you're supposed to be to get you to where you want to go. So I want to share with you some of my favorite ways to love yourself that are beyond self-care. And these are things that have worked for me. If they don't work for you, all good. But I do know that if you practice one of these things consistently, it will completely shift that relationship with you. Okay, so number one. Be kind to yourself. I mean, it's a given, but I'm talking, pay attention to how you talk about yourself. Let's say you miss a deadline. What is your initial thought? Oh, oops, I messed up. Or, oh my God, you're so dumb. I can't believe you did that. Just pay attention. Sometimes the thoughts are so fast we miss them, but if you have the awareness, just spend a day. Listen to the thoughts that you have about yourself and notice how they make you feel. Number two, Give yourself grace daily. You're not perfect. Nobody is. Perfectionism doesn't exist. You don't have to be on top of your game every single day. No one is happy all the time. No one loves themselves all the time. No one lives without pain. We just have to be willing to embrace the imperfections and allow yourself that grace. Just okay. You're human. You don't always have to have really high standards for yourself emotionally and mentally. It's normal to feel sad. It's normal to feel pain. And it's okay if you go through those. That is the wave of life that is literally experiencing the human condition. Well, so when you can allow yourself to embrace those emotions without judging yourself, that is a big form of self-love. The next one, this was huge. I had to do some serious self-forgiveness in order to love myself. I had done a lot of things that I was not proud of in relationships, and I felt so much shame for a long, long time. So anytime something would go wrong, I thought that I deserved it because of the actions that I had taken in the past, and that kept me in that vicious cycle. But in order to love myself, I had to let go of all of those things that I was holding against myself. These things prevent us from truly enjoying our lives and ourselves. A practice that I love is each day picking one thing to let go, forgive myself for, or understand at a deeper level. This helps clear away resentment and pain that makes way more room for enjoyment. And being in enjoyment is way more fun. The next practice is self-trust. This one is super simple, straightforward. Follow through on the commitments that you make with yourself. Working out, eating healthy, going to bed early, morning routine, evening routine. I mean, come on. If we can't follow through on the little things, how can we do the big things? The next is self-respect. Treating your body and mind with respect, setting clear boundaries, saying yes when you mean yes and no when you mean no. Our bodies are a direct reflection of how we think in our mind and our minds are deeply connected to how our bodies feel. So there's no separation between the two. So we have to treat our bodies and mind with respect. 
And the last piece is make time for alone time. Whether you are flying solo or you have a partner, that alone time is so crucial to that self-love. Just gives you awareness into what you're thinking and how you're feeling and helps you just connect to yourself on a beautiful, deeper level. So I said this earlier, but self-love is self-acceptance. And that means accepting every single part of ourselves, not some future person talking who you are right now. That means every shadow, every flaw, every mistake, all of it. And it's so juicy and it's so important. You got It's like, if you can't love all parts of yourself, how can you expect someone else? Remember, you are 100% lovable. You always have been and you always will be. You are the most important person in your entire universe. Your entire life is lived through your eyes, your interaction to the world, those around you, your thoughts, how you interpret experiences, relationships, actions, words, all of it. You might just be another person when it comes into the grand scheme of the world, but when it comes to understanding your reality, you are the only thing that matters. So because of that, your reality depends on how much you love and take care of yourself. Your relationship with yourself is the most defining factor in shaping the kind of life you want to live and the type of relationships that you want to have. The less you love yourself, listen to yourself, understand yourself, the more confused, angry, and frustrating your reality can be. But when you begin and continue to love yourself, the more everything you see, do, interact with starts to become better in every way possible. As we know, it's not easy. We are our biggest critics, but there are ways to truly help. So remember taking care of your mind, body, soul, I'm talking your physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental health. All of those areas play such a big role in your self-love. Okay. So I'm going to finish this out with one little cute action step. And I really want you to do this. It seems so silly, but we have such a hard time recognizing parts of ourselves that we love and appreciate. So I want you to make a list of 12 things, big or small, of things that you appreciate about yourself. Okay. Uh, And and you can go more than 12, but let 12 be the minimum. It could be big. It could be small. It could be something physical. It can be something mental, whatever it is, make that list for all of the reasons why you are amazing and awesome. And if you want to take it a step further, share it on Instagram. I want you to blast it out. I just want you to know that self-love is not egotistical. It's not narcissistic. It is necessary. Like I can't stress this enough. Like being kind and loving to yourself is so important. And it is the most important thing when it comes to loving someone else. Okay. Most of us are so busy waiting for someone else to love us that we have forgotten that the person that we need to love first is ourselves. So please do your soul a favor and love yourself right now, not tomorrow, not the next day. Because the more you love yourself, the more that love will come to you in ways that you might have not ever realized. Okay, well, I hope you have a beautiful self-loving day. 
And if you got anything from this episode, please share away. Don't forget to share your list of all the reasons why you appreciate yourself. We are cruising into week two of the gratitude challenge. If you haven't signed up for it, it's not too late. You can sign up and start whenever the gratitude prompt is there for you. And if you need anything as we close out this crazy, crazy year, please let me know. I have a couple spots left for one-on-one coaching, and I would love to see how I can help you finish this year strong. All right, my friend. Well, thank you so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you. Remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it, my friend. Until next time.